0: welcome to CX Today. I am Sandra, I'm a technology journalist and I'm delighted to be joined by Antonio Gonzalez, Senior Manager of Industries Research and Insights at Talkdesk. It's great to have you join us, Antonio. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, thanks. I uh, really appreciate you having me here today. I'm, I'm really excited to dive into this conversation.
0: Fantastic, likewise. So uh, we have a really interesting report to discuss in today's session and it is one of uh, latest Talkdesk research reports. it focuses on the future of AI in 2022, particularly the AI maturity in the contact center. Um, So Antonia, we've seen that um, contact center leaders are aware of the importance of AI, but the report shows that they have been slow to implement it. So um, could you tell me what exactly is curbing those AI ambitions?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic that we're seeing. uh, Leaders across the board recognize AI is important. They, they see the risks, clear risks in not using AI of, of um, <clears throat> risk to customer satisfaction and, and lessened efficiency in customer service. Um, and we're actually seeing continued investment in AI in the contact center. But interestingly, uh, we actually saw um, a slowing and even a reversal in the scope of AI investments <clears throat> for many organizations. Um, to me, I think what that showed is that they're not necessarily pulling back from AI or reducing their AI investment, but pausing and maybe consolidating their investments and focusing them in a way that uh, they might not have been doing in the past. And uh, I, I think from my takeaway, having rec- having looked into this and looked into um, some of the barriers that leaders are encountering. I think what we're seeing is that uh, the initial enthusiasm for, around AI investments and around all of the potential use cases for AI is coming up against a recognition of the need to be balancing these long-term visions for AI with thinking about practical practical applications that can really have uh, a meaningful return in the organization today. Um, <clears throat> I think... Yeah, for, for AI to really be working, it has to have some, some quick wins for leaders to really be able to align around. And, and, and I think uh, leaders are where they're at right now. It's is just pausing, pausing their marathon and, and just taking, uh, and, um, taking stock really of, of what fundamentally they should be focusing on um, fixing today and improving today that can lead them towards a longer term vision for the future.
0: Right. Um, the report also reveals that there is a number of barriers to um, AI maturity. So, uh, which ones were at the top of the list?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I grouped the barriers that I that I um, that arose through the research in, in three main categories. The the one that came up first and foremost was concerns around data security, um, IT infrastructure limitations. The second. Really was uh, oriented around uh, leadership and leadership alignment. Going to what I, I was just uh, alluding to a little bit in terms of really uh, leaders struggling to align around what are ROI and business outcomes they should be looking to pursue with AI, um, and really just what what applications they should be they should be focusing on, as well as uh, just resistance resistance to uh, applying AI in parts of the organization. And the last uh, category of barrier is just limitations uh, and, and um, gaps in the availability of staff needed to be implementing, uh, maintaining, and continually updating the AI models as well. Um, implementation of AI and maintenance requires, of course, just traditionally has required a highly technical Frequently difficult to find, uh, difficult to find, and uh, software engineer, data engineers, and uh, machine learning experts. And I think in this moment, uh, it's even harder to be finding talent across the board. And so organizations are coming against the recognition that their investments in AI also frequently are necessitating a complementary investments investment in people who may not be as easy to uh, to be bringing on board.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. There are uh, a few main aspects of um, when it comes to reaching AI maturity, but I just wanted to go back to AI implementation and um, it sort of comes with a certain maintenance costs. So, for example, in form of dedicated IT teams. So uh, how do talent gaps affect AI deployment? What is the link between AI literacy and agents?
1: So, AI ultimately has the potential to be, um, significantly improving the lives of agents. Um, it's, I think often think of often traditionally thought of as having the potential to, um, take, take some of the tasks away from agents, but I think there's an increasing recognition of what is, what benefits are going to in turn return to agents because of, uh, the, the, uh, some of the workload that's being taken off of them, some some simpler, more complex inbound contacts that are able to be addressed by AI systems, but at the same time, for interactions that agents are able to actually, that agents are going to be um, uh, solving for, they're in turn also going to be beneficiaries of AI that's going to enable them to be able to to speak uh, speak more directly to the individual nature of uh, customers' needs and speak to their their um speak to the individual customer as well so <clears throat> i see that ultimately um we're going to see agents and uplifting of agent skills across the board first in, in customer service and being able to enable each agent to be effectively the, the the best agent that they can be i think everybody has had a customer service experience where, they, where they've spoken to an agent and come away out of it with just feeling like they had a really pleasant Interaction and in a pleasant conversation, and not necessarily, you know, a customer service interaction. And I think it's it's entirely possible to use AI to uh, enable anyone to really connect to the, the, the customer that they're speaking to and really have that personal touch. So, on the one hand, agents are going to be uh, huge beneficiaries of this, but there's also another uh, complementary role that we see in in, in actually agents getting more involved in the, uh, in the maintenance of the AI models that they're beneficiaries of, uh, we're actually seeing that, uh, uh, customer service leaders are actually recognizing that, uh, contact center agents are increasingly capable of, uh, using and getting value out of AI systems and while only 15% of organizations today use contact center agents in this way, we anticipate that increasingly agents themselves are going to be involved in the AI um, maintenance and updating. Um, this is going to be, I think, hugely reliant on the intuition and expertise of agents uh, in being able to update the, uh, update the intense libraries of AI models and being able to update uh, the types of utterances that you might be caught commonly, agents themselves might be commonly seeing with customer, with customer service interactions, but that might not be something visible to, to a traditional AI um, machine learning expert. So increasingly, we're seeing software vendors making efforts to make AI uh, implementation and, and maintenance a little bit more user-friendly uh, and simpler, and not necessarily requiring strong knowledge of AI models, but instead being able to more directly, um, directly draw on the experience and expertise when it comes to customer service and bring that into the AI models.
0: Yeah. So, um, as AI is one of the most dominant trends in the contact center space, um, what can companies do to become more AI mature?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so, I see AI maturity as really um, progressing along a journey, going from going from envisioning and employing AI for these specific use cases, some of which, of course, can really significantly transform customer service interactions, but not necessarily uh, tied to uh, broader broader implementations within the organization. Going from these individual implementations and, and use cases to actually um, moving towards a place where AI is being rigorously um, and consistently applied to the organization. Um, Uh, It it ultimately should be thought of as just uh, another tool in an organization's toolbox is to be able to improve experiences and and thinking about it in just a disciplined and connected way. And I think what what organizations really need to be doing is aligning around a vision for the outcomes that they want to achieve with customers and how AI fits into that. Um, And from there... building out a vision for how to apply AI to be meeting these objectives um, and the investments needed within each department and thinking through the initial problems and, and, um, and gaps that AI can be solving for today to be practically improving customer experiences and then connecting that to a longer term vision of how to maybe be transforming and differentiating experiences through AI. So not necessarily jumping straight into the most advanced applications but thinking about how solving for the problems today will eventually lead lead them there um, and, and I think that that that's challenging especially with AI technology um, progressing and changing each year it's, it's hard for leaders I think to really keep up with all the potential use cases and there's a lot of noise out there as well of course and so, I think uh, one practical thing that leaders can really be doing is just looking at other areas where AI is maybe a little bit more advanced and is having that uh, transformational impact, and thinking about how they got there. Um, so they can be looking at other other industries um, where AI is maybe further advanced, or also uh, other departments outside of customer service, um, seeing how AI is being being applied there and other. Um, in other areas, and how kind of uh, what success stories are coming out of those other departments as well, and being able to to circulate that and share it with other readers to really be aligning.
0: Absolutely, I think this this will be really helpful for uh, companies that are navigating the uh, contact center space um, while searching for their um, perfect solution that meets their needs. So um, I think this is a great place to end this conversation. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today, Antonio.
1: Of course, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: And that's it for today. If you enjoyed our conversation, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for watching and see you in the next video.